Welcome yeah. back to the emergency power. Po oh, wait, Adam, this is your week. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're not doing power pack this week. <laughs> he looks like he's gonna murder me. So Look at him, little face. I'm so angry. <laughs> My jaws hit the floor. Oh, whoa. <laughs> I'm so confused. Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Nope, nope, intro is over. Jeff has scooped it. We will continue on because we're not doing a third take of this intro. <laughs> third time's the charm. I have lost my charm. It is gone. Oh no. Adam we're just going to keep going. Pure chaos gremlins today. Yeah. Dude, it took us so long to get to here. I knew the energy was going to be something special today, but thank you, Jeff, for just nailing the coffin down, making yeah. sure that I'm buried alive. No problem. Of all the people to do it, I'm glad it was Jeff. Yes. Yeah. Same. Was it rule number two double tap? Not 34. So are you, you executing me on my own <laughs> podcast? <laughs> that, I mean, that was the face you were giving me. It does kind of sound like it. One of us oh, was going to be dead. Yes, we will have a duel to the death after this episode. Okay. And either Jeff will be taking over this story or we're getting a new player. One of the two is happening. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Wait, then wow. who's going to edit? No, 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 we need an editor. Shots fired. He's made himself <laughs> indispensable. <laughs> you gave me too much power. His evil plan is succeeding. <laughs> I let him have a power pack and this is what I get. Uh-huh. Well, that's fine. <laughs> You've learned your lesson, I'll bet. After <laughs> 40 plus intros, I'm okay with letting someone else have one. <laughs> but only one. <laughs> if you ever do that again, though. <laughs> I'm scared now. Uh -huh. Yeah, man, that's like a... That's a sinister tone. And then a giant meteor came from the sky and landed uh, swiftly on Scriff's head. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Starfinder equivalent <laughs> of rocks fall, everyone dies. <laughs> no, meteor shower. But let's go ahead and get into this because whatever this energy is, I'd rather focus it into characters than all of this attention at me. You fool! <laughs> yes, you fool! <laughs> <laughs> you captured their stunt doubles! Uh, and Jeff, yeah. if you, you interrupt my doubles? second bit, I will come after you. <laughs> <laughs> Here on the packed world's red planet, as you gaze over the reaching mountains, blistering storms, and wilderness life, it's hard not to find yourself awed by the resilience of its native inhabitants. The enduring Shabahads, the crafty Yasaki, the cunning Ikeshti, and the brilliant Contemplatives. On a world so spun by the storms, why shouldn't the saying, only the strong survive, be turned on its head? Join me as we behold the beauty and wonder of the sands of planet Akaton, as we go through the Tones of Emergency Power, Volume 3, Chapter 17. Yeah, turn it on its head, uh, only the strong die. Dude, the, no the way, number of voiceover is way too much gravitas for us. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, this sounds boring, can we change the channel? I wanna go back to poop jokes. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've brought the sophistication level up. Mm. We will not be returning. Did we? <laughs> As the strange communication ends from someone who knows pawns better than they are known, the flow of movement continues all around. People hide their eyes and their lives behind tinted gas mask glass, but 
It's hard not to notice the faces that turn away from the second-hand crew, except in the sea of life, some glances linger a touch too long on pawns. Hmm. Any idea who that would have been? I'm not you don't know. really sure they could hear me back. Why would we know? I don't, I'm, I'm sure. I mean... There's no chance I recognize the voice, is there? Ooh, it seems unlikely. Just asking. It's not that butler droid, or the, the butler hologram, no, is it? No, the VI Hannaford, no. No, 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 no. I mean, if you wanted to try culture check, you'd have to roll really high, but maybe. Yeah, well, I, Scriff is knowledgeable of technology, so is this a, like, simulated voice that I recognize? No. Okay, so we can rule that out. I... I'll give a culture a try. Been around. That's a 22. You do not know this voice. Hmm. Well, it makes me kind of anxious. And I'd really like to, to hurry up and get to Nerian's. All right. Well, by my count, we have not one but two targets in this group. Um, pawns for everyone here and my Ronnie from Infernax. Suggest a loose diamond formation. We could have one person scout ahead. I'd like to see those wearing heavy armor taking the sides, just in case. I don't mind taking oh, the side. That. I'm happy to do so. An excellent tactical suggestion. Understood. All right. You cast out towards the skyscrapers, moving with the ebb and flow of species. A crosswalk lights up with holograms signaling to halt. Then air jets embedded in the ground. <laughs> blow clean the designated area and the dislocated sand is swept back into the storm. Ships and transport vehicles blare overhead, drowned out by the winds. You head straight towards the city center with neon lights casting electric shadows across the masses, while ads bombard you with everything you could never want. Again? You alight upon a downtown square flanked on all sides by the foundations of towers that stretch nearly to the atmospheric ceiling. A holographic icosahedron rotates above the square, and on its sides it bears videos of talk shows, news, entertainment TV, robo-wrestling matches, vid gamers, and more. Scriff stops to watch the robo-wrestling match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the big, the, the gear crusher! He's, he's my favorite. <laughs> you see the gear crusher from the top belt jump down and pile drive on the other robot? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Power stops to watch as well, but they're like looking at the at, the, at these uh, SRO bodies like, uh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay, everyone go ahead. Give me perception as you get here. Got it, boss. My last three rolls have all been a 22. <laughs> Weird. Scriff got a 23. Uh, Power got a 24. Five, he gets a 23. Kota with a 10. 32 for Ponce. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I could rely on Pond. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I never like it when Adam says that. <laughs> <laughs> so most of you see the vaulting entrances to the lower levels of these titanic buildings. Most of them are closed off by reinforced doors. What personnel interests exist are seemingly well guarded. There seems to be lines that form under plastic corridors for people to be scanned and checked as they go in for work. Each one of these skyscrapers seem to have 
a similar kind of security. That's what most of you notice. But pawns, you're on the lookout in this area. You see the way these guards hold themselves with weapons slung to the ready and the way they seem to be scanning the crowd more than just standing by and doing their job. They seem more like private military or security contractors. And you're seeing high-end equipment, stringent military coordination, SRO units, and strange tracks that are already being swept away by the sand and storm. You know that far above the contemplative oasis resides, which means any security company contracted to keep unwanted out is going to be watching the buildings from top to bottom. So you look up and you begin to see patrolling vehicles, not unlike the one you fought on the tram. Um, and to my knowledge, Adam, basically if we were to ascend any of these buildings, we would be able to access the tower we're trying to reach. Is that correct? Most likely there's going yeah. to be connections above the storm that you could use. Okay. So just, just a thought, you guys could all pose as my private security and then we could see if we could pass right through. Will they ask for any kind of uh, identification from you or any of us? Uh, pro probably not. Kind of looking around like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any identification? It seems as sound an idea as any. I will say this, that you know because there are multiple different uh, security companies that have contracts around here, any one of these could be Infernex or connected to them. So if you just walked up being who you all are, that could be potentially problematic. Hmm. Okay. If we need to pose as your security detail, I think I can take care of that pretty easily. And then Kota will click on her wrist and turn off her glamour projector. And so her outfit ceases being the leather jacket, boots, pants, undershirt, and becomes a suit of heavy armor again. So she looks like an actual soldier and less of a civilian. That's such a cool freaking ability. Could you do that mm, yeah. for everyone? Like, like just pull clothes out of a hat? She uh, kind of is like, uh, <laughs> it's kind of installed in my armor, unfortunately. But I can pretend to be your bodyguard. I'm happy to do so. Mm. I'll mimic um, Coco's arm as well on myself and say, I will do it if you need it. Yeah, I'm afraid that uh, Scriff is probably going to be a little bit too recognizable. Same with our 5 e And let's not forget our younger friend. Yeah, I don't know about all of this. Well, do you have? Do you guys have a better plan, or perhaps the application of some local fashion would go toward disguising us? Oh, I haven't ever been shopping down on the sand belt. Shopping episode. Yeah, yeah Hans is all for it. Shopping montage. Uh, we got to do the, the the pretty woman montage. She's gonna clap a, <laughs> clap close a uh, jewelry case on me. <laughs> Cat. It's going to be one of those scenes where for like a moment we're all in disguise and literally the next scene we're all back to our normal clothes because uh -huh. some <laughs> random thing happens. Yeah, we all go in. You see all of the like clothing, flying silk scarves. They all walk out in our exact clothes. Well, that was a bust. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> pretty woman. So while you guys are discussing how you're going to deal with this situation, Cat pipes up to you, Scriff. Okay. Scriff, I've had a look at the data I've captured from the assault vehicle's main computer. Or should I say, maimed computer. 
Ah, good one. <laughs> Sick burn. Your pun module is working correctly, I see. Got him. Classic cat. <laughs> it was largely positional information, but the data as a whole enabled me to infer several things. Firstly, where the vehicle was dispatched from, which appears to be from the mid-levels of a nearby skyscraper. Secondly, there were lines of code similar to ones I came in contact with recently. Metadata and locational data derived from mass collection bots, adware and spyware. By my calculations, the information most pertinent to us was gathered from the data pad of Seoul. Not only did it show the location and movements until we removed the spyware, which would immediately give away our route upon a tramway, but I also found a copy of this picture. And Kat shows you the picture of young Soul and the two Lashuntas. I believe, I believe oh. this is how Infernex found us so rapidly on the planet, and that this picture is now out in the wild and in hostile hands. <laughs> My final deduction is this. The odds of such a rapid Infernex response to the second hand's presence is estimated at a roughly 2.916351% unless they were already looking, in which case the odds rise dramatically. Did someone already know that we were going to be on this planet? I Infernex is actively searching for us. It's likely Dervish knows that we're heading in this direction, and so they put out a notice to start searching for us specifically. So uh, apparently your datapad gave away our location. I hate these things. Well, hopefully it won't happen again now that we're updated and we've got the antivirus installed and updated. So we should be good now, but that's how they found us before. Also, uh, Scriff kind of looks at the, the data provided by Cat and points to a nearby skyscraper. The vehicle that was chasing us came from that skyscraper, it looks like. So don't go in that one. Is there any sort of similarities or anything, Adam? That uh, I'm assuming they're just architecturally, you know, similar. So uniforms or anything like that that we could gather uh, information on if we took a look at that specific skyscraper compared to other ones? You want to look at the groups of soldiers and that kind of thing that are patrolling? Yeah, like like who's going into that building? Who's guarding that building? What weapons are they carrying? Uh, architecture, if it's different. Uh, anything else like ships around it? I don't know what else I could look at, but... Yeah, some of that you've gotten a bit of from your first perception roll, but since this game does not have a investigation roll, I believe it's just perception again, or if you okay. have a relevant skill that you might want to throw out there. Um, no, it seems like perception, I guess it could be a sense motive, but it's not really like someone's trying to bluff, really. Yeah. Survival, uh, maybe? Okay, I'll just throw a perception roll. It's a 34. <laughs> That's slightly better. <laughs> Casual okay, 34. Right. <laughs> Casual 34, absolutely. I'll just pick my best, my best skill for skill. this. Like, you know, yeah. whatever. It's probably fine. <laughs> so as you look around, a few things that you're noticing is you see those tracks that you had found on the ground, and you notice they are around several of these buildings. And to the casual observer, it might just look like pock marks in the sand, but you have a bit of an advantage in that you've seen something that could make tracks like these before. The roboticized mechs that you face down on the moons of Quinessa. Mm. Oh. So you know that most likely they have those things patrolling around this area. Oh. Hey, uh, guys, those look like those big Gundam outfits that the uh, 
the people on the moon. What's a Gundam? Had <laughs> a gunman? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, wild gun. Uh, it's like a, it's like a giant. It's, it's kind of like what Scriff drives around. Pons is the only one who watches classic television, <laughs> aka anime. What is an anime? <laughs> Sorry. I'm gonna take issue with your that definition of classic. I've only ever watched <laughs> Evangelion, so I don't know what you're talking about. Uh. <laughs> anyway, so we probably should look out for any buildings uh, that have tracks similar to those. Um, other than that, I'm open to just pick any entrance in any skyscraper we want to try to ascend. Yeah, I'll tell you this, that as you look around, it seems to be that a lot of these buildings are under lockdown, which is not surprising because you guys know that the upper levels have been afraid of insurrections and things of that nature. So every one of these buildings is a tough sell. I, I think mm. we just try to bluff our ass off. I, I think that's it. I think we just go in there. Either that or we try to sneak our way in. Is there some kind of way to reverse engineer the tracer that they put on us? Scriff, are you any would you be able to do something like that? Well they they didn't plant a tracer on us. They sent spyware and They messed with my things. They harvested our data. Right. And then used it against us. Is there a way to track where that's like where like in which of these buildings it might be centralized in or it might be stored in? Mm, I don't think so. That it can be very heavily obfuscated. Yeah. Where that data goes, you don't know. Mm. It might not even be sending it directly to the location that uh, they are located. So it might be sending us just to a server somewhere. Quick out of character question. Kat said mm. all that to Scriff and Scriff didn't voice the second part of that info about the picture, did he? He has not elected to thus far. Yeah, just make it sure. Just make it sure. Cat <laughs> said that just to Scriff. Just make it sure. Yep. So <laughs> now... In the center of town, there is that floating object, which I called a, a casahedron, which is basically a floating D20. Oh, okay. There are several screens that switch to breaking news and security cam footage of a full-fledged battle which resulted in a vehicle slamming into one of the cars uh -oh. of a tram. Okay, okay. Disguises. You see several members of the second hand fighting, including Para, who's stretching out from the side of the tram. You look good on camera, darling. Still shaped like a like a Soki though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. There you go. The nice. only one that you don't see any footage of is my Ronnie, who you can presume was pinned under Soul during that time. As the hologram shifts, one of the sides points straight at the second hand and directional audio casts out at the lot of you. A handsome female human sits at the desk and is in mid-sentence. Massive damage to the impact zones, which caused the derailment of the four cars behind it. This has been reported as a result of gang violence with a security vehicle when it was fired upon by gang members inside oh. the tram. Security vehicle? Gang members? Secondhand crew for life. But we both know that's not what really happened, don't we? The Akasahedron slows in its movement, so the panel remains fully pointed at you. The eyes of this woman suddenly glow red with this gleam, and their mouth no longer matches the speech coming out. Infernax was looking to kill you and failed. That gives us something in common. If you're here, planning to do what I think you're planning to do, 
then we might be able to help each other out. If you're interested, go to the Outlands Oasis, find Taye, and ask for the drink, the off-world ticket. I will make it worth your time. The newscaster returns to her regular speech and appearance, and the hologram continues its rotation. No one around you seems to have noticed or been paying attention to the newsfeed. Pons, where is this Outlander's Oasis? Do you really think he knows? Yeah, I'm not sure I've honestly heard of it. Um, I'm sure we could ask some locals. Perhaps we should not stand in the middle of the street after being projected as gang members. You need to stop being Yusuke. I'm adjusting my, the scarf around my head again. I enjoy being a Yusuke. <laughs> Can you be a different one? I would assume that asking Pons if he knows the location would be safer than looking it up on the infosphere at the moment. What with the security leaks we've experienced? Give me five minutes, let me ask around. Acceptable alternative. Try and stay out of sight. And I'm going to go try and find a, the diviest looking bar. Yeah, let's just go find an alley to hide out in while we wait for Soul. Inconspicuous protocols activated. <laughs> <laughs> what does that look like? Why did he just put on sunglasses? A big speaker like comes out of 5e and it's like, do, 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 do. <laughs> Keep yeah, walking. HUD Keep just walking. dims down so that way he's not glow in the dark. Howdy, fellow humans. Just just nothing to see here. Start scrolling across the display. If, if, um, Soul's gonna go before they go. Um, Pa will stop and say, Perhaps it would be wise for me to accompany you. I do not need to retain this form. Changing your form would be good, at least for now. Understood. And um, they will change into. Like, who have we passed in the street, um, Adam? Like, just general people. You can more or less pick anything you want, but you're gonna see a lot of Isoki. You're gonna see a fair amount of the Shabahad. Uh, you'll also see uh, Ikeshti though they're a little bit less frequent inside the cities. But feel free to choose a number of things. You are in a massive city. You know what? They just switched to a female Yusuke. It's just a girl version of Squiff. Yeah, oh you've my. got that greasy quaff, and it just changes direction and folds over the other way. <laughs> <laughs> got it. <laughs> OK, so why don't you go ahead, give me a disguise check, please? Sure. And the rest of you, since you're hiding out in an alleyway or something along that nature, why don't you go ahead and give me survival? Okay. Oh. Survival. Uh, I got a 26 on that um, disguise. Okay. Yeah. You make the form of a pretty good female Yasoki. Looks a little bit like Nima. Yeah. As a natural one for a 10. <laughs> Woo! Oh, nice. Survival. <laughs> That's a course. good survival uh, bonus, nonetheless. Plus nine is pretty Yeah, good. who's leading that one? before you start calling out numbers. It's not the first time I've had to hide for people who are out to get me. If you don't mind me taking the lead, I think I might be able to duck behind an alley and uh, find one big enough for all of us to hide in. Yeah, lead okay. the way. I'm, I'm getting lost down here. Hans so, just walking repeatedly assisting? into a wall. Yeah. yeah boom, boom, boom. <laughs> just turned full NPC for a second. Scriff assist. Okay. As a 10 for Pons, so not even close. Not but that's assist. enough to assist. Oh, a 10 does assist? Yeah. No way, with a natural yeah. one? I thought it was a 12. Yeah. You can't, you can't botch a skill check. Yes. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, Richard. Did you also uh, assist then? What? I can do so. Yes. I'm just trying not to pile on too badly. That's a 28, so I assist as well. Okay. So wow. then, all together, that is a 27. 27. Okay. 
So you use the storm as a bit of cover to get out of the view of the public and these different military units and pull back a little bit between a couple of these larger buildings and you do manage to find an alleyway where you guys can hang out and shoo off anyone who might be hiding there. As for Para and Soul, tell me what you do. I would like to find um, a dive bar or just where common people are kind of coalescing. It can be a market, it can be um, any kind of store, just looking for what look like the working class. Okay. So you're going to find that more or less everywhere. So why don't you go ahead and give me diplomacy roles as you go to find this information? And I've all, I, last episode, I pulled down my armor so my arms are covered. Uh, I've got the thing over my hair. Mm-hmm. So I'm still gray, but uh, you said diplomacy. That's a 22. I keep rolling 22s. That is all you have rolled today. It Weird. is. And it was the last thing I rolled last game. <laughs> Can I age with a 16? Absolutely. So you guys head through the crowd and you start talking to random people and subtly shift the conversation into the Outland Oasis. And you gather it's one of the buildings that's not inside the inner ring, which is where you guys are now, but it's maybe a couple blocks over. But it's fairly close and you get reasonably good directions out of these conversations. All right, and I'll look to Para. Should we head back to the group? It would seem so. If we cannot get any more information from the people, we should make sure that the crew are safe. And Sol is going to like look at Para and look like they're going to say something, and then seem to change their mind and start is it walking. Her? I thought it would be nice as a flip, but oh, it... I saw someone with one on the train. You look lovely. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> And then I will. All right, cutting away from that awkward conversation. Um, <laughs> sneaking kind of back into where the group is. Okay. So you report back the information you got about how it's fairly nearby. And as you guys depart, would you like to attempt to blend into the crowd and avoid attention as best you can? With my power armor? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Just asking. Yeah, can we like... <laughs> Find a thug that's trying to rob us and then steal his clothes back instead. <laughs> a reverse robbing? Yeah. Reverse. <laughs> like walk into a dark alley to find some. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm robbing you. No, I'm robbing <laughs> you. I'm robbing. <laughs> exactly. That's what Pons like envisions in his head as a way to find a disguise. Did I see any thrift shops or anything where you could grab cheap clothing to or a yeah, blanket absolutely. to throw over the power armor? Just get a really big cloak yeah. and do the princess it's bride. It's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to go ahead and just drop a few credits, you can absolutely grab a cloak to throw over Scriff. You can grab some duds that you can throw on top of your own stuff in order to blend into the crowd a little bit more. Is that as far as we want to go with the uh, the disguises? I can try and help. We can get you some ponchos. I can think of yes. a thousand other things for pawns to disguise himself as, but I would love a poncho. Seriously, considering full-on like high-collar trench coat and fedora gloves. <laughs> oh <laughs> <and> yes. <boots. laughs> okay, okay. Since I don't want to go on a full shopping montage, how about this? Why don't you guys tell me how you disguise yourself and what that looks like, so we can at least get okay. the view of it? You text us a shopping list. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, Fivey is definitely going with with a high collar trench coat, wide brimmed hat, gloves and boots, 
to disguise as many robot bits as he can. Oh, you've popped the collar, like haven't you? It's like a noir detective, but a robot. Is that not an acceptable social signal? If you pop the collar and wear sunglasses, it's so obvious you're trying to hide yourself. Problem solved. I am not wearing sunglasses. Fair, I guess. <laughs> My options are limited. You realize that's all. <laughs> Sorry. We could spray okay. paint you. Scriff does the exact same outfit for for Cat, and it ends up looking like Big Band from Skullgirls. If you've ever seen that game. (laughs) Excellent game. I'll post a link in chat, too. It looks like a big daddy in a trench coat. Yes. Pons would want to find, like, a vat big enough of, like, fluid for him to just, like, crawl inside and act like he was a brain floating inside it, but that's not going to happen. What? So instead, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> so after that, he's going to find like the biggest cowboy hat and find like a bandana, like just, and then just wear like leather clothes. Somebody stop this man. <laughs> yes. Leather clothes and boots and just look as most, uh, like a cowboy as possible. Yeah, think- Do you have a big curly mustache? <laughs> no, I was just going to like pull that bandana real high up though. <laughs> Just imagine getting the text and going, I do not understand why Pons needs all this stuff. <laughs> Pons just has like the, the Groucho Marx glasses with the <laughs> nose and the glasses. I love it. I think Koto oh, will, wow. Koto will do what she did before when she entered into the escape pod. She will fold mm-hmm. her wings in over her body and then put a poncho over everything. She'll find a beige poncho with brown lines going everywhere. Very Star Wars Fallen Order style. I'm very oh, I'm nice. very concerned about these disguises, guys. I know, this is... I'm having fun with it. It's great. I have I have a big heckin' concern. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I saw some people wearing ponchos somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a desert Space planet, ponchos. Right? Yeah, it's got to be some ponchos around. Uh, Alright, uh, how about Soul? What does Soul change into? Soul, if anything. Uh, so Soul comes out with a, like, long-sleeved um, brown outfit and a ankle length skirt and kind of has their other stuff tucked away and then over their hair they just have like kind of they've kind of wrapped their face like the people trying to keep sand off their face here so they've got kind of that whole wrap around and they're trying to keep Mm -hmm. their moat like down and dim since they were shooting their moat was up that whole time so that makes them very obvious but at least most of the piercings are hidden and then they just have like some black gloves to hide the hand. That's a good idea. I, th- I think Soul came back with like extra cloths and like looks at everyone and is like, oh, do you just take these, wrap them like this? Just, oh my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just get a big thumbs up from Pons. I don't know, I'm liking this. This is great. I think instead of instead of having the like a, like cloth wrapped around, she'll just engage her environmental seals, even though we still have life bubble. It's just so like, it looks like just a full suit of armor and a helmet. Because before mm, she was just nice. wearing, like even though she was wearing her armor, it appeared as just regular street clothes. Hopefully, the fact that the projection has been dropped, that she's wearing actual armor now, she's hoping that's going to be enough to be a dis- good disguise. And what do we do okay. for my Ronnie? Yeah, you cut over to my Ronnie, and they're standing in front of a mirror, and they're holding one of those cloths that you're talking about. And they're also in their other hand have a cowboy hat like Pons did. <laughs> and you see them put it on their head and like... <laughs> It because he has like the horned things that come out, it just balances on top of that and he just takes it off sadly and then wraps the wrap around his head. Oh, perhaps if we cut some holes in the 
top no, of that. No, it's fine. It's fine. We could, it's fine. We could put some elastic. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and then Marani <laughs> storms out. <laughs> Do they keep the hat though? No, he threw the hat on the ground. <laughs> One of the many reasons I don't have mine. He's just upset because we didn't find Hot Topic Akaton. <laughs> he is. This is like, uh, I'll pick the blackest things I can, but this isn't even midnight black. <laughs> okay, so you guys dress up in these suitably post-apocalyptic looking outfits. Why don't you guys go ahead and give me a disguise roll and you can choose who this leads. Para. Not it. Parley. Parley. Para's trying the hat on in the in the mirror and going, ah. What? Let's let's be clear. Is Para's bonus solely from their ability to shapeshift? Because that won't help us. It is only for them. Exactly. Ah, good call. Yeah. Good call. I so, have not assisted. <laughs> before I hear any rolls, I want to know who's in front of this. I have a plus yeah, three. Uh, I disguise. can help. That's all I got. I can help. I'm, I'm Does down anyone to assist? have a popsicle? Because this might be a moment <laughs> to get some free ranks oh, in disguise. I have a zero. I have a plus five. I can lead. I have a huge bonus in it, but yeah, I still think Para should lead. Para can't assist us. Why? Can't. Oh, they can do something. They just yeah. won't get. They won't be giving you the huge bonus. Para's bonus right. is from their ability to shapeshift. Okay, well I could lead it. Yes, floating brain does the disguise. I will be happy to assist if I can assist. Let's hope okay. for the best. My, my four will not help you. Then that is a 17. I assist. I also assist with a 14. Mm -hmm. Okay, so everyone except 5e assisted there. What'd you get, Cooper? Okay, so I have a plus 10. Oh, God. But I rolled another natural one. Yes. Oh, oh. oh I'm, so I'm so 11. glad this happened. Oh, no. Does anyone have a popsicle? Or a or a para? Or, or do we want to just fight our way to this <laughs> We haven't rested. I've used them all up. One, this two, is going to be fine. I'm just going to go get some <laughs> right. narcotics. Can I lead us in a stealth through at least? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, can I lead us in prayer? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what does that net you with your natural one? So I believe four assisted, so that's going to bring it up to a 19. Okay. You're so I mean, good at math. That's not respectable for a nat one. <laughs> yeah. Could be worse. Okay, so how are you guys going to get to the Outlands Oasis? Are we going to try I to think we should call a space Uber. Space Uber. Or Spoober, if you will. Yeah, Spoober, if I will, which I won't. But <laughs> you guys are going to need like a big fine. one to fit yeah. Uh, yeah. Scriff's armor yeah. in there. I think Spoober like, XL. Spoober Black. I feel like that would still draw a scene. More than a brain in a cowboy hat. Okay, come on. I have a veil <laughs> and, and leather. <laughs> I am fully disguised. A robo taxi is one credit per 10 miles. Oh, no. It's pretty cheap. That but I still feel cheap. like it would draw attention. Take out your pocketbooks. I think a shuttle big enough to like carry your armor around is going to be too conspicuous. Isn't I'm only kind of large. Like... I'm one size category bigger than you guys. Apparently, okay, if Jeff, we need sorry. to accommodate <laughs> like, larger it's, creatures, I'm not that large. <laughs> apparently, if we need to accommodate larger creatures, we double the price of transportation. Are you, by the rule book? That's by the rule book, of course. Now, again, that's if Adam wants to use the rule book. We could get a robo taxi. How 
dare you use the Starfinder <laughs> rulebook around me in my game? Indeed. <laughs> Look, I, I've been in an Escalade. You can fit a Mecha Mouse if, well, in if there. we're not playing by the rulebook, Koto right. just turns invisible and just walks everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so no, that kidding. invisibility... That was invisible to everyone else. This was actually Koto shifting to another reality. Ah! See you later. Can oh. I use overdrive to transform my power armor into a vehicle? Daddy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Robots in disguise. Yes. Adam just face palmed in slow motion. I really like that though. <laughs> I'm gonna say no to that one. Surely it will work if I invoke Adam's pet rules. What, what about surely? public transport? Is there any kind of like... We could take the train. How far is this? It's like three blocks. Okay. Oh, what? All right. It's not that Do far. Do we want to try to blend well, look, in or would yeah. we like to try to go from alley to alley? Yeah, that's the thing is three blocks isn't that far, but we will be exposed and Wait disguised. here. Can I scout and see if there are good alleys between here and there where we can just wander the back way? Let's just do it. Yes. You know Let's what? do it. Let's and just I, do I've it. Got, Screw it. Let's just do yeah. it. And I've got strong stealth, so I can get us. Yes. I can lead okay. on that. Okay. Done and done. All right. I will cancel the spoober, <laughs> and you guys are going on for it. I'm not no, going to get charged for that, am they I? They still charge you. It's been six minutes. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> and it also rated you as a client, so you oh. lost the star. Oh, no. Just, in, just uninstall the app. You'll make a new account We're next time. We're already outlaws. <laughs> Why are you all sweating a rating? Pons has never floated anywhere. They always take Space Uber. <laughs> yeah, Pons, Pons will do the whole, like, Spider-Man snap nod as he's walking down the street. Oh, oh no. the love of God. God. <laughs> Spider-Man 3, Tobey Maguire. Next will be a piano duet. You can see it. Now dig Adam, on this. Have to, <laughs> we have to stop this. Yeah, let's get a stealth roll and it's gonna have a negative two because Cooper's character is dancing. We we cool. have to stop this. This is getting <laughs> right. out of hand. Right. Those assisting, please attempt to I assist. I will attempt to assist. Okay. I assist with a 19. Koto will attempt to assist as well. I assist with a 24. Koto assists with the 14. Excellent. I assist. I'm going to see if my Ronnie assists. <laughs> I was like, one second, just upping the DC by eight. No one pays hey, attention my to Ronnie. Ronnie is stuck in the middle of this. Yeah, you guys yeah. forgot he existed. He's so good at stealth. <laughs> just, we left him back by the giant D20. No. <laughs> my Ronnie assists as well. All right. Is Pons even attempting to help? No. Mm, no. Okay, you're right, because Pons is dancing. Pons is giving yeah, us a mind. negative two. Pons is actually the spoober driver who gave us the negative Guys, rating. Guys, what we get? Y'all just turned my 29 into a 39. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I can dance super stealthily now. <laughs> this is great. You know what? You, know, you pass somebody dancing in the street and ignore them. A magic Scriff like programming his own hologram unit to cover up Pons. So that the rest of us I'm like trying to nudge him into my trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we enter, do we want to have some of the less conspicuous of us go in and just look it over, see if we can figure out what that voice was? Get a Not vibe you, check? Bonds. Yes, <laughs> Not I don't know. correct. Oh, I just realized how it works. You guys are going down the street and Para's head just shrinks down and you put pawns right there and then it looks like <laughs> one person. Yes. That's amazing. Perfect. That's you guys in trench coat. Nailed it. That seems like a sound strategy. Maroni, why don't you accompany Saul? Uh, looks around the area, kind of scanning what you assume is for any of these 
companies of mercenaries. Right. Then they pull up their cloth over their face. I think I'll also go with you, Sol. All right. Ponzo leaned against kind of the corner of one of the, the buildings, uh, just within kind of the shadow of it, and keep his head down so that the cowboy hat is covering his brain. Yeah, you just see one giant floating cowboy hat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. We're so dead. (laughs) The funniest thing is the best disguise that he could do is just take the boombox off. Yeah. Never. That's it. We're done. How dare you? That's blasphemy. Just saying. All right. You know that's how he talks, right? I'm just saying. That's how they talk. Just take your mouth off. Sometimes it might be an improvement. <laughs> so Sol, Para, Koto, and my Ronnie start heading up this large set of stairs as air jets keep blowing the sand away from it. And you climb towards this ostentatious entrance adorned with two neon tropical trees crossing over the main open door. As you pass through the archway, a wave of sound overtakes you. In this climate-controlled room, machines whir, sound effects play, dice rolls, and credits flow. This brilliantly lit and illustriously decorated casino spreads out over an intimidating scope. Hundreds of tables, bars, and slot machines reach the roof and all of the walls. People, like an ocean, flood this place in search of riches, and as many employees seek to show them the way. Oh, I could clean this place out in three hours. Mm. Yeah, that'd probably break the podcast, though. (laughs) (laughs) I love my (laughs) money. The rare fourth wall break from Adam, right? 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 I'm only doing it with my Ronnie because I find it more entertaining. (laughs) Agreed. That's hilarious. Yeah, Soul is just like, you can see them doing math in their head and just like looking around. It's like, right, we have to find this bar. Yeah, who was it we were looking for again? 5e has dutifully recorded this information and (laughs) transmitted it to you via comm. Remember, we're looking for, insert name here, to ask for this drink. You guys are looking for Taye at a bar, and you're going to order the off-world ticket. I was close. I thought it was Tyrese, but, you know, I wasn't sure. Um, can I actually scan the area just to see, like, does anyone look like they are? Yeah. Um, military, paramilitary kind of thing? Just in that we'd want to make sure the guys sure. are yeah, need to stay away from. Give me a perception. Right. Okay, that is a 28. Nice. Okay, it looks like inside this place... There are soldier types around, but they look more like they're just security for this place rather than a fully mobilized unit of any kind. So you could probably avoid their gaze if you moved around in a stealthy manner, which you guys have already been doing. Okay. Right. Can the three of you be subtle? We just need to find that person, right? Or just... Right. uh... Right. It seems like it would be safe for the others to get inside. Perhaps we could find a closed-off area, a booth, maybe. Well, first we want to make sure this isn't a setup. So do a round, make it look like you're scoping out the games, and walk by the bars. We need to look for name tags. And then 
drink specials. I don't know if this drink's available at every bar. That might be our tip-off. It might only be available one place. Understood. We can use the diplomacy skill to do something called gather information. It does take a long time, but seeing as how it's a very specialized and we know exactly what we're looking for and it's not necessarily in a settlement, it's in a very centralized area. Would you allow us to try and roll that to see if we can find that out? I would accept that, yeah. Okay, so common facts or rumors, that's a DC 10. uh, And normally it would take about one D4 hours. But since we're in like the casino, um, would you like maybe possibly like 1d4 10 minutes? <laughs> That's a good skill for it. So yeah, I will take diplomacy rolls from people who want to look around. Well, Kodo's doing that. I'm going to try and just look because I don't want to alert people that we're looking for this in case there are people listening sure. for people doing that. Power has gone straight to the bar. So I was going to so, uh, power, drink specials, powers walk straight to the bar as instructed. Yes. <laughs> so as you look around and your perception check tells Nailed you this, it. about every 10 or so feet, there's another bar yeah. because there's so many of these games to get onto that they want people to have easy access. Gotcha. So you just start going to one bar at a time and like, are you Taye? No, moving on. And <laughs> no, they're asking, they're asking for the special. I don't think anyone told me words ago. I would like the special. Uh, which which special? They point to the list of drinks. Yes. <laughs> uh, no further comment. I'll just uh, I'll just make you this one then. <laughs> just picks a drink at random. In fact, uh, to see which drink you get, go ahead and roll me a one d twelve. Yes. I love it. The fuzzy navel, the constant of the multiverse. I got a 10. Okay, so they make something up and they present to you a bowl of what looks like some sort of frozen cream. And they're like, uh, this is spice cream. Uh, it's cinnamon and vanilla with castro cream. This is pretty special. And they just kind of look, that'll be 11 credits. Par stares at them. <laughs> Eleven credits. I don't know if Par has any you money. Put it actually, right, right here, and he points to the little credit receptacle. Eleven credits. Eleven credits is a lot of money. Ten credits is so expensive. What do you need nine credits for? <laughs> <laughs> um, to find any money, I don't think I. I don't think he does. You got a few dollars. You got some stipend from Pons's. Uh, okay. In that case, yeah, sure. They just um, money. <laughs> The most expensive drink of all time. They reach into their fur. They produce a crit stick from somewhere they didn't. The, the, the barman can't see. They just kind of slide out of their hand, taps on the card reader. Okay. And, uh, they, they buy the ice cream drink. All right. They slide it over to you, and I will drop that into your inventory. When you eat <laughs> that, you get a plus two to intimidate, but a negative two to computers. Wow! <laughs> That's Human amazing. mechanics for the drink. That's cool. I like Man, that a lot. Incredible. That's nice. Good job. <laughs> I was not expecting that. That's really That's cool. Amazing. I really like that. Good touch, Adam. Also, on the on the gather information front, Koto got a natural 20 for a 28. Hot. I think what she's doing to try to play this out in real time is quote unquote accidentally bumping into patrons who are like gambling and just being like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just trying to find this drink. Uh, something called like the off world ticket. I don't know. Uh, there's so many bars around here. Do you know, you know what this might be? Okay. So you're going around asking this question 
And most of the time, everyone is just like, what are you talking about? I've never heard of that. That's maybe it's some off world drink that we don't have here. I don't know. Like, get out of here. I'm trying to gamble. I'm mm -hmm. super drunk right now. What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah. Killing my buzz. <laughs> <laughs> that was excessive. But after a while, you get to one person. And when you say that, they kind of look around like to see if anyone else is watching. And they give you this like this hand motion, like, keep it quiet, man. What are you doing? And they point you very subtly towards a bar that's towards the middle of this giant casino. They're like, don't go asking around for that, man. Listen, I, I know what's going on with it, but you need to keep that on the down low. And they look around to see, like, again, if any of these, like, military contractors are around. And they're like, back away from you and try to, like, get back to what they're doing. Kota will then make her way towards the bar that he pointed out and then just kind of tap on her comm unit to signal to everybody. I think I found the location. Sending it now. And she kind of drops a pin for all of you. Can I say while all of this is going on, Sol is like standing back and watching this whole display, just slowly shaking their head. And will start moving kind of from to like a bartender who's not too swamped and be like, excuse me, I'm looking for Taye. It's very important. They have something that's mine. I want it back. Where do I find them? I'm going to roll to see if they know this person amongst all the employees mm. of this place. Why don't you go ahead and give me a heads or tails? Oh, tails. Tails? They look at you and they kind of shake their head sadly. There's way too many people. I don't know them. I'm sorry. Who would know them? Whoa. Uh, maybe the shift manager. Point but... me to them. Okay. Please. <laughs> Go ahead, roll intimidation. <laughs> uh, I wanted bluff, but I'll take intimidation. That was not a bluff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So that is a natural 20 for a 28. So you see them back up and they like back into the bar and bump into it and knock over one of the glasses. Okay, okay. Wow. Oh, jeez. Um, uh, they're, they're over along the far wall over there, and they point over towards one of the walls. Thank you. I'd hate to cause a scene. And we'll spin and go. Can you just power carry that poor bathtub? Right? Jeez. We, we, I think we found it. <laughs> yeah, we, we're at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's at that point that you look down and see the pin. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, so you are welcome to go over and speak with the management if you want. <laughs> no. But uh, is everyone else going to enter the bar now that this has yeah, been found? Should we tell them that it's, it's safe now? It's... Just, I'm just going to text back, it's safe now. Also, I have drinks for everyone. <laughs> oh, no. How many oh. did you buy? Okay. Power six next to Koto with so many drinks, so many novelty umbrellas, so many novelty sunglasses. <laughs> They just came free with all these drinks. How many drinks are you buying? Uh, how many did you say were? 10? 12. Uh, just six. I'll buy six. There's six of us. Five of us. Okay, five, so one for everybody. Is that yeah. what I'm hearing? No, there's six of us. Yeah, but... Oh, this my Ronnie, you're still good at hiding. Six drinks. <laughs> Is my Ronnie old enough my to drink? My Ronnie phases out of <laughs> the shadows. We need, like, a camera for my Ronnie so we can count them on our screen. Put a bell. Right? <laughs> yeah. That would ruin my stealth. <laughs> That would ruin my stealth check. <laughs> Five E will lead the more conspicuous brigade into the bar, 
Pawn still Do doing finger now guns to everybody. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so so this Para already rolled for what they got. Everybody else roll for what drink you get. Okay. Yeah. Pawn's rolling in here like Doug Dimadome. There's a D12. Pawn's Dimadome. Yeah, when Pawn hears that, though, he's, he's gonna be like, Ooh, uh, 5e, what do drinks taste like? What do drinks taste like? What do drinks taste like? Never had I'm one. afraid I don't have any data on that particular subject. I <sighs> do not imbibe alcohol. It is not a required component of my functioning. Yeah, I've never had it either. All right, well, it's not a this is required, exciting. It's not a required component for me either, <laughs> but some days it, it, it is. It is required <laughs> for me. Everyone here is old enough to drink? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. I will. Just as I do not possess cannabinoid receptors, I also do not have GABA transmitters. <laughs> what are we rolling again? So here's the thing, and I'm going to have Hara give me an intelligence check to see if they would have sorted this out. But at these bars, they also have synthetic programs that simulate the effects of these drinks. Oh, very Star Trek. I yeah. love that idea, but 5e would take some convincing. <laughs> oh, I will I will roll that. I think as Para was sitting down with all the drinks, Kota will be like, Para, have you ever had alcohol before? Ah, interesting. No, what is alcohol? Um, okay, let's let's just let's just put these away for the time being until the crew gets here. <laughs> <laughs> Would you, would you like a pair of shades? <laughs> uh, sure, <laughs> thanks, buddy. Uh, Koto got an eight, by the way, on the D12. Eight. I got a one. It's the off-world ticket. <laughs> They're giving away at oh every bar. Oh my gosh. Okay, so <laughs> this is unfortunately very perfect for some things that happened during the fight with the giant Sandray. Oh boy. So Who got the barbecue got... sauce drink? <laughs> oh no. no, no. <laughs> Koto got <laughs> the whipcord. A sharp cut of lemon alcohol at the beginning, but a soothing honey aftertaste to solve the wounds. So you get a plus two to medicine, but you take five damage. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Oh God. And these drinks last drink. for an hour, by the way. So you guys could hang on to them and use them later if you wanted. This is some real Skyrim potion level drinks. <laughs> I'm using I'm using this as a weapon. Five damage drink? Jesus. Yeah, that's a weapon. Yeah. Okay, so Jeff, you said you got a one? I got a one. Okay, you got the zero divide. It is strong and cheap when you're not looking to exist anymore. So you get plus two to bluff, negative two to intelligence, and plus two to fun. <laughs> you can get a plus There's two a to fun. fun? Yes. I'm not not aware of that being a mechanic in Starfinder. Okay, oh uh, yeah, right. Pawn's got a four. Okay, and man, these are all coming up so fitting. You got the Sand Trap. This is a blood orange mixed drink with a brown Ooh. sugar rim. It's Ooh. the lover's drink. It's oh. plus two to diplomacy, <laughs> negative lovers. two to sense motive. Oh yeah. That sounds about right, yeah. So I'm really convincing, but I can't read the room. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> sounds about right. So, what, what's different? Like you said, yeah. very fitting. It's the Ponziest drink that Pawn's ever drank. <laughs> It's literally just des describing the scene as you're going around, like snapping at everybody, pointing. Hey, how's it go? <laughs> I'm pumped. Shouting Viva la Revolution. 
<laughs> That's what I want you to go full like uh, full bully Maguire and just like if someone's like, "What are you doing?" Just be like, "I'm gonna put some dirt in your eye." <laughs> okay, and what was gotten for uh, 5e? 5e rolled a 9. However, as I said, he would take some convincing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think power would, would, would make 5e drink or anything. They didn't want it. They just, they just say, okay, thank you for it. However, that face looks like you need it. I could not have planned this better. Richard, you get the Akaton car bomb. <laughs> Right. <laughs> now he has oh, to drink happy it. days <laughs> because so, I totally coined that phrase like uh-huh. three episodes ago <laughs> so this is amber alcohol and castro cream dropped into a Noai local beer results may vary in this case this is genuine brew beer and it is plus two to piloting negative two to medicine wow yeah Interesting. Wow. You expect someone to pilot after drinking one of these? Right? <laughs> 5e looks strangely at the the two glasses. Don't drink and drive, kids. Differing in, in size and, and color and says, what exactly is one supposed to do with these? Well, it depends on what the intelligence role from Para was, if oh, they got true. the synth version or not. <laughs> uh, intelligence? Uh, oh, that's a 20. Not that. Hey! I would say that you have picked up enough because 5e has said on several occasions that they can't have intoxicants or narcotics or anything of that nature. You see that there is a synth version of it and you pick that up for them instead. Nice. All right. One for you, one for you, one for you. 5e, the barman told me this would be best for someone of our disposition. It's just a USB drive in a cup. (laughs) Fascinating. I am not entirely certain how to apply this substance. Ah, wait, I have a... uh, And they look around themselves and they pull up a little umbrella and put it in the drink. (laughs) That does make it rather more aesthetically appealing. Thank you. You are welcome. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Drops the shot into the glass. Yeah, and knocks it back. I guess Fonz will have it right now. That's... (laughs) Yeah, you guys are welcome to, or you can save it. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. You shouldn't have do. told us what they do until right. we drink yeah. them. Right. I'm just going to drink Because it. I wouldn't have drank <laughs> no, it, this, but this I will because I yeah. wouldn't know. Well, 5e is at least, like, a, a, has enough ranks in culture, I think, to assume that, like, that's what you're supposed to do. You know, when one organic gives another organic mm-hmm. a beverage of some sort, they, you know, enjoy it. And this is apparently the type of beverage that has to be enjoyed all in one because it's served bomb style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he'll just do the thing that he's expected to do. Yeah. Paul will do the same. You don't hand Paul anything not expect to get consumed. So they drink this now. <laughs> so yes. Soul also got a nine, but Soul is not currently at the bar because seeing everyone kind of congregating and coming in, they f***ed off to play some blackjack. Keeping an eye on everyone, but also... Okay, so that will just be saved in Para's inventory until such time as you receive it. I want it, but I I must not. What did my Ronnie get? So, continuing along with the perfect rolls, they got the sloshy coffee, (laughs) the darkest and hardest coffee. Add a dash of Castro cream to lighten the mood, which is plus two engineering, negative two computers. 
Wow. You know, this just goes to show how well Paula knows you guys now. My engineering <laughs> would be so high. I know. <laughs> My engineering is so high. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't a bunch of weed that you took? <laughs> God, man. I could make so many things. I could make all of the things. I have so many ideas. So can I try to cheat at Blackjack? Okay, we're going to get to that. <laughs> yeah. Don't get us in trouble. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to buzz so um with a picture of the drink. <laughs> <laughs> You're already drunk texting. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it just you says drink, drink this for you here. 5 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> drink for you here. Lots of emojis. So like looks at it. It's like when when did they learn emojis? <laughs> and then replies back, "Dearest, I adore you, but is that a beer?" Frowny Drink face. for you here. Different emojis. <laughs> D R N K. The number four. The letter U. Here. Koto's yes. Koto's helping Para to to drop text. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try and slide. I'm going to try and slide of hand some uh, chips or credits or whatever off the table as I go. Okay, cool. This is a bad idea. Okay. This is a really bad yeah. idea. And Pons, Pons will look around and try to figure out who we're supposed to be talking to here. We're, we're, the uh, Koda's got the info. Which we have? Yeah, oh. yeah. It's an 18. That was a bad idea. Okay, good to know. Thank you. That, that has been noted. In a... Pit boss always has a higher perception check than you do. <laughs> <laughs> Gotten away with it oh, before. No. So right, I think so... Uh, at this point, Kota will kind of wave down the bartender at the bar that we're all sitting at. Okay, so yeah, you're at this freestanding bar with a holographic lantern fruit aisle twinkling overhead. Hmm. And there are actually two figures that are manning the station. One is a fully automated robot with 10 arms that's whirling around grabbing and mixing drinks and dispensing them to people. While the other is a small purple scaled lizard-like cobalt wearing this adorable little gas mask who is barely tall enough to peer over the counter, even on a stepladder. And uh, they turn to you. Well, hello there. I, I, what can I do for you? Uh, I'd like a off-world drive-by, please. Oh, dear. Uh, excuse me? An off-world drive-by? Uh, never, never mind, my friend. He's, know, yes, he's, a little, he's a little drunk, uh, yes. so yeah, Koto yeah, will no, try to. Yeah, no, I understand. See it all the time. Koto will try to pass a secret message using the bluff skill. Uh, to ask for the off-world ticket. We're here about the off-world ticket. Mark, did you just like read all of the Starfinder rulebook this week and you want to show off thing? your I new mean, knowledge or something? Because <laughs> this worked so well for Brandon. <laughs> it did, but uh, he died. Yeah, that's not. that wasn't the problem. There right. were other things right. that caused Brandon to go away. All right, I'm going to try the bluff skill okay, to try sure. to pass the secret message. Seeing this go down, can I try and assist? Aren't you off, like, gambling? Sure. I came back. No, they have now walked over. I came back, and I'm not drinking the beer part of it. I'm only doing the shot, because I'm 22. a rat. <laughs> 22? Uh, 22? I assist with a 19. Okay. You lean in conspiratorially and ask for this drink, and you see their eyebrows go up a little bit. Oh. Yeah, look at that. I guess they look around at the group. I guess I'm not surprised. You all seem to be pretty heavily armed around it. So, oh, <clears throat> <laughs> you even got a template. Look at that. And he looks over at Pawns when he says that. 
I, I mean, much, it tastes uh, delicious. Yeah. It, well, don't see much of you around here, eh, Pons? So, drinks all around? What's your poison, huh? Well, we've already got... How... Do you know my friend here? Uh, which one? The, the floating one? Yeah. But what's... Uh, uh, what's that? What What did you call him? What do you mean? Did you just say Good, Pons? Uh, going to very deliberately look at everyone. Am I hearing things? I didn't... I guess I must have heard it somewhere. Um, maybe you just look like a Pons. Yeah. That, that's probably it, but honestly... Well, where did you hear it? Since mode of mysticism, whatever. What do I need to roll to make <laughs> sense of this? I do not like this. Hey, apparently, uh, I am famous. Yeah, I would. I would take uh, either of those, honestly. You know, actually, I take that back. I would take a sense motive or a medicine. 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 I'm gonna check his prostate. <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, excuse me. Excuse me. Why is that what you went straight oh, away? Medicinal things to go to. It Jeff. makes as much sense as a medicine check. You don't even know what's going on, and you're gonna go from my prostate. <laughs> it's the only way you can truly know someone. Oh God, I will never meet you in person, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to bring it up and embarrass Jeff, but that's their greeting. Like every time they meet yeah, up with a new person, you'll reach around. Oh my God! Look, after learning what he is, this this tracks. Oh no, no, no! I know you. You, you cannot we bring can't that. Have that in the podcast. It's quite a surprise when we all met for dinner, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to take your so temperature real quick. get those rolls? The old-fashioned way. Uh, here's a medicine uh, roll for you. Other species use, like, knuckles to measure, but we just we just reach all the way up there. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. oh, no. Pons, Pons, why didn't you warn us? This is how things went down on Akaton. Guys, I, I just found out. Yeah, when I in was, Rome? I was today years old when I found out I hate this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, can we please have artwork of Adam commissioned and make like the EP and Splash style image with that artwork oh, and that quote? Man. That needs good. to go on Twitter yeah. with a 4,000 word treatise or whatever the character count's going to be now. Yeah, 21 for medicine for Koto. Yeah, no, Show me that I prostate. <laughs> you're fired. I don't make these decisions and you're fired. You're gonna have to pay me way more than the drink for that. You gotta buy the drinks and a dinner and then we'll talk. Oh man. Adam, I need you to spell well, this Jira Jita Jita Jira, of course I'm saying Jira. I need you to spell this NPC's name for me so I can write it down in handwriting that I can understand. Okay, sure. Tie T-I-Y-E. No, tie-A. Sorry, T-I-Y-A. Tie-A. Oh, that was a Y! Oh, boy. Okay, so what were, who was rolling sense motives? And I rolled a sense motive, and I only rolled <laughs> okay. an 11, but I'm now, like, sitting back and thinking about... Let me uh, hop on that sense motive. Your life thing. choices. Yeah. It's like the second person to <laughs> just randomly well. say Pons' name. No, that's me, Jeff. <laughs> I got a 16... I got a 22 for medicine. The Yusoki on the train medicine. said pawns, and now this person is randomly saying pawns and doesn't right. know why. And I'm. Doesn't I'm, add up. Mm, mm. What if there's like a conspiracy Ooh. going on? That's the idea. Yeah. 20, 22 on medicine. Or a pawnspiracy, if you will. It's a pawnspiracy. Yes, but pawns <laughs> say that out loud. 
Oh, oh God. You only got a popsicle for that. Yeah. God, yep. you, you got that when you first came into the show. You can't get another popsicle off that one. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to decide how much you want to reveal here. Everything. Mm-hmm. Even though your role was only at this point, like middling soul, mm-hmm. as you start thinking that, you feel down in your pocket and find that someone has slipped a space popsicle in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes! How did they do that? The pocket is under the skirt. Is that Ooh. a space popsicle oh, no. in your pocket? <laughs> no, I'm just very happy to see you, darling. Okay, <laughs> uh, do you mumble that loud enough for anyone else to hear, or is that an inside-your-head kind of thought? Which thought? What you had just said about... You know the old, the other uh, Yasoki um, pond, and the- I think, I think Sol will kind of be thinking it, and then um, as they slide the beer towards Myroni, we'll lean in towards Scriff and be like, "Isn't that what happened with that person you saw on the train?" What do you mean? They they knew who Pons was, yes. Did they know who Pons was, or were they just compelled to say that name? Oh, um, I assumed they knew who Pons was. I'm staring at this guy, assuming he's about to die now, Adam, like Pons will be. Yeah, I'm watching for any trains. <laughs> yeah. Seeing kind of Scriff is not getting there, I'll be like, 5e, Koto, didn't, what if this is some kind of compulsion? What if there's some kind of mental implant around Pons? What if this person who contacted us doesn't even actually know Pons? Those are a lot of highly improbable variables for which you have very little data to support. And what's a better explanation? Pons is very personable. He hasn't really been keeping a low profile since we got here. I am still waiting for my drink. The drinking souls one they didn't want. I gave I'm that gonna, to uh, off-world ticket, please. I'm gonna bring up Cat. Cat, can you replay the advertisements that you found on Soul's datapad? Ultra okay, slow motion. Yeah, let me go pick up. And look for any notes. artifacts that might be anomalous. I'm looking for any if there are any subliminal messages in the ads. Yeah, that's that would explain okay. their knowledge of pawns. Huh. Okay, go ahead and give me a computer's roll. Natural one for a sixteen. Oof. All right, so cat scans through these things. I'm not detecting <laughs> any notes of subliminal messages on my initial scans. Is there anyone walking by? Like, is there someone who looks just a little bit tipsy walking by that I can kind of just grab their arm? Most people. Yeah, I'm just wanna, I want to find someone who looks fairly harmless, slightly tipsy. Excuse me, do you know that person? I'm going to point to pawns. Heads or tails? Tails. You grab this staggering drunk person who's walking by. They're just about to hit the slot machine. You grab them, look over, like, whoa, what? I'm sorry, oh. so sorry. Do you know that person? What would their uh, name be? Which one? One of the two floating ones? <laughs> yes. They, they move their finger back and forth trying to pick one of them. Uh, that's a contemplative. That's one of them templates. I know that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks kind of like pawns, but... Uh, when I look at the group, like, mm-hmm, Ooh. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cat, <sighs> check it again. 5e is going to go to, uh, because I'm assuming one probably exists in a joint like this, a public infosphere. Mm-hmm. Man, what is in these drinks? And just <laughs> like, like, an, uh, like a, a computer terminal with access to the infosphere and use a web browser. Okay. 
What do you search? Just the equivalent of let's Google ponds. Yeah, yeah. Good call. Good call. <laughs> okay. Maybe he's like your Jennifer Aniston. I don't know. Or <laughs> everyone starts doing like ponds his hairdo. Like do like the Jennifer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. new, new brain style. There it right? is. Nice. <laughs> you head over and you get on the infosphere and you basically space Google ponds. Uh-huh. And there's only a couple references, and it's more that you find articles about Nerians. And there's just a reference to a lab assistant named Pons, but that's all that comes up on that. However, those medicine rolls that you guys gave me before. Yes. All right. So there's a thought that crosses your mind kind of on the periphery that seems a little bit ridiculous on the surface of it, but maybe there's something there. It's hard to say. You know, you hear back from 5e that Pons isn't a suddenly online celebrity or anything of that nature. And so it's not the infosphere that seems to be connecting them. But there is one other thing on this planet that seems to be saturating everyone and everything. The radiation? There's a spark of an idea somewhere in there, but you're not sure what to do with that. Is it possible to roll a mysticism to try to see if there's any lingering magic on the drunkard that soul pulled over. You could roll mysticism. Engage mysticism. 25. 25. You get the barest hint of something. The tiniest little bit. Wait, can I also possibly roll that 25 over to the drinks that are being served to see if there's anything uh, affecting the drinks? To you, those seem like very average drinks. Okay. Can we calibrate our radiation? Does our radiation badge pick up the Thasteron? It gets low-level background radiation detection, but unless it's dangerous, that thing doesn't pipe up. Can we recalibrate it to detect a lower level? You could try. Yep. Uh, Adam, can I use Detect Affliction? Ooh, sure. that's a good one. I'm also throwing it out that in the middle of all this, Soul pulls a card, and it's an inverted Queen of Swords, and just squints at Hans. Mm. Easily influenced and cold-hearted. Nice power. That's just me. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. It's just me. What are you you talking about? It's like you called yourself out. It's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) People say things and power does them most of the time. And doesn't even have a heart. And eats people. Oh. On occasion. Yeah. Okay, what were you doing, Cooper? Yeah, I want to use uh, Detect Affliction. There's quite a lot of text to it. Basically, uh, it'll determine whether it is poisoned, diseased, cursed, or suffering from a similar affliction. Uh, If the target is poisoned or diseased, uh, I can automatically detect that fact, and I can determine the exactness of it if I succeed at a DC 20 uh, life science or medicine check. Okay, go ahead and roll that. And another natural one. Wow. On a roll today. Yeah, 14. But obviously that's not a DC 20. Well, you still get the de- whether or not they are affected with a poison or disease. You just Correct. don't know much about it. Yep. Okay, so you detect that they have Thastron poisoning to a low degree. Okay, even without the deformities. And mm-hmm. alcohol it poisoning, seems. probably. So we're thinking that oh, yeah. the, the <laughs> Thastron is like mind linking all of these people mm-hmm. and and pawns is immune to it or pawns is causing it mm-hmm. yeah, oh snap so which is either... why he's 
he got infected with Thasteron first, didn't show any symptoms, but now is projecting infecting, it. Yeah. Uh, projecting it, yeah. I'm going to lean across the bar and say quietly, uh, are you Taya? I'm Taya, yeah, uh, nice to meet you. You guys have just asked me that question and had a nice quiet conversation for the last five minutes, I, so that we, was fun. I recognize, <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to just slide uh, five credits across the bar, subtly. Yes, um, sorry about that. We've had, it's been a bit of an interesting day. Um, how big of a tip to buy your silence? They look over at Koto and lean in a little bit. Like, listen, if you're all who I think you are, and you seem to have known the special drink, then you don't owe me anything for my silence, because that means that you're the ones that the big man wants to talk to. So, mum's the word, and um, yeah. Brilliant, thank you. What's, um, is there someone more private you would like to talk? Do we need to come back? How do we... I'm very tired of beating around the bush. It's been a very long day. We seek the big man. <laughs> you would, darling, yes. You would very much enjoy this is not the moment. Do do I need to get security over here again? Like, we already had this problem understand. once. She said we should speak no. to the big man. It's okay. If we need to go somewhere, if they're here in the casino or head somewhere else... They, they, they'll lean in again. All right, so here's the deal. Um, they said that they're on their way, but they were um, <clears throat> otherwise occupied in a different sector of the city. But they said you should have the run of the place and that you could play some games on their dime. The purple cobalt pulls out two cards and sets them on the table. They point at one. This here, this is a game card, so it'll let you get one free go on any of these games per person. And um, again, that's a hard limit because it's a podcast and I don't want you breaking it. So <laughs> no credit grinding around here. Yeah, can't break that, but the fourth wall is totally breakable. <laughs> totally breakable this episode. If you guys are going to take it off the rails so often, I get to break the walls. <laughs> and this other one. And they point towards a card that has the word seashell written on it. I don't know how to use the three seashells. <laughs> it's sold this, by the seashore. <laughs> this here is a room pass. So got you set up on a fancy room on the second floor. Eh? So you can sleep in it or not. But uh, I tell you, I'd not give this a miss because um, it's pretty nice, especially around here. <clears throat> They said they'd contact you with further information via this room. And do we have an estimate of how long it'll take for them to arrive? No, they didn't tell me that. They okay. just told me that they would contact you there, so it could be a while. It's fine, could Koto. Be... I'll bring Kat up to the room and just have them relay the message when it comes in. I'm not going to lie. I, would, I wouldn't mind taking a rest. I will absolutely take your turn on the games if you are just going to nap it out. Feeling a little spent on my <clears throat> mystical reserves. I'm sorry, you were saying, Taya? Yeah, yeah. Um, last thing, and then I better get back to work. Um, <laughs> as I need this job at the moment, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The Breathless are good people. And, you know, we've just been stepped on too many times. And uh, with Akaton turning upside down and all, maybe it's time that the, uh, the power structure does the same, eh? And uh, they look at pawns. Don't know how you feel about that being a template and all, but being as you're down here below the sand belt, um, you 
I'm sure you see how bad off everybody is. You might have some influence. This might be a chance to do something about that, eh? Be on the right side of history and all that. They start cleaning a glass and the robot pipes up, which they haven't said anything the entire time. And they're like, your technique is not up to company standards. Please reattempt cleaning process. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taya, thank you so much. Lovely meeting you. I adore your skills. Gorgeous. Oh, well, thank you. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> That's perfect. Appreciate that. Cheers, mate. Perfect accent. I love it. <laughs> hey, yeah, cheers. <laughs> I just, I have... I loved Rocco's modern life as a kid, and that's who I'm envisioning serving the streets. Oh man, version of Rocco. Like I was really like, oh, kobolds, and now I'm like, I gotta play cool. Uh, Rocco is a kobold. That's the new kid. Absolutely, absolutely. If you're gonna build them in Starfinder, they'd be a kobold. Has he got little like Rocco shoes? He does now. Button up shirt with some triangle patterns. Oh man, yes. A little dog. Yeah, they make us wear these tacky outfits when they come to work. Yeah, Rocco, but it's a purple cobalt and a gas mask. (laughs) But yeah, um, good luck and all that. Um, If you want a drink or anything, they point to the drink menu behind them. You are, you know, welcome to order one of those or anything. But uh, otherwise, good luck. Thank you. All right. Gambling times! Thank you for the exquisite level of your service. Five of you will uh, add ten, a 10 credit tip. Aww. So we'll immediately put their arm through five E's and be like, do you know anything about counting cards? It's rather easy, actually. <laughs> I would imagine that with the acuity of my visual senses and my ability to process complex mathematics far more quickly than your organic brain can, that, that would be an easy task. I would choose to not be offended like by that in this particular instance. Come along, come along. I think uh, Koto will go Damn. over to Scriff and say, uh, Scriff, before you go, do you mind accompanying me to the room? Yeah, we can drop off oh, sure. Kat there. I need to drop, yes, I need to drop off Cat anyway. Perfect. Uh, I think I'll stay in the room and wait for the message. I'm, I'm feeling a little spent. My mystical reserves need replenishing and I, I could use a break for a bit. Yeah, right. Pons is mostly dead, so I think yeah. he will probably do the same. So yeah, Koto is going to go up to the room and try to get Script to go with her so he can leave Cat there. Yeah, Pons okay. is just going to join, I think, right now and kind of process all what this under part of the city is looked like and rest. Okay. Yeah, probably, right. probably the same thing. They need a rest. So Pons... Scriff and Koto head towards the upstairs area. And as you head towards the second floor, you find that the casino has these series of pneumatic elevators that go up and down. They're basically giant suction tubes that a large creature could fit inside, though it'd be a bit of a snug fit. And as you approach, it has this (laughs) vacuum sound. And there seems to be both up and down directions. Love it. Yes, space elevators. Finally. Okay, and the three of you who are going upstairs, this seems to be the only way to do so. Why don't you go ahead and give me acrobatics to see how gracefully you go through these tubes. Yes. Mons, Mons, you get a plus four for the home turf advantage. I love it. I love this so much. Acrobatics, though? Yep. All right. I'm just spinning in me there. Oh, I did love it. I got a a 10. (laughs) 14. 15 total. Okay, so you guys jump into these pneumatic tubes and foom, and are shot up to the next level. And your rolls were not like massively bad or anything like okay, that. Good. So 
You manage to get out there looking no worse than any of the drunk people who are getting in and out of these things. So you just kind of fit in in that way. And you walk down these maze-like halls, which are covered in tacky tropical wallpaper and advertisement hollows. And most of the time is spent just passing people in all sorts of conditions, both in terms of wear and intoxication. And eventually you come across a door that has seashell room plastered on the door. As the door slides aside, there's a soft breeze that wafts out. It has an artificial ocean smell to it. And the room is decorated mostly in hard light objects and holograms because they're probably much harder to steal. <laughs> and there's one of those giant clamshell beds encompassing the center of the room and jacuzzis wow. <laughs> designed as rock pools that play around the room. And there is a stocked minibar on one of the walls. This is as pretty good for down here. I like it. As ocean sounds with quiet harps playing in the background, it's like just on the wrong side of tacky, but for people who live in this area, this is pretty luxurious. Seems they hooked you up. Oh, this is going to be soul's heaven. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I thought everything down here was like a little bit more dirty, but this is this is fantastic. And Pons will go into the jacuzzi. <laughs> just straight in. <laughs> yep. yep. Just closing everything. <laughs> <laughs> that poor suit. <laughs> oh, he's not wearing the suit right now. Leather clothes for the <laughs> cowboy. Yeah, he's hat. wearing the cowboy That's outfit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Those leathers shrink to like fit you exactly now. Nice. All planned. <laughs> uh, so everyone in the room is at this point. It's Pons, Para, and just Koto at this point. Yep. That's okay. you guys. Wait, did I not go up? No, I went up. No, you did. Sorry, it's oh, then this full um, Paris, yeah, yeah. Griffin, Koto. Yeah. Okay. But did I not? No, we, uh, can, we can I wait until Griffin leaves. There, yeah, 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 I was, I was kind of hoping to just, just talk to the spellcasters. So I think uh, he would wait till Griffin leaves. Wow. Yeah. Fine. Okay. <laughs> Out of here. I know when I'm not wanted. We're all just hanging in the jacuzzi. Like you told really me to come up here. <laughs> That's true. But you were gonna leave your armor in here. I'm sorry, Scriff. I, 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 I am gonna leave my armor in here. I'm doing it right now. Come join us, <laughs> Don't worry. I'll get out of your hair. I won't bother you anymore. Sorry, Scriff. I didn't mean for it to come off so rudely. I just, I, I don't know if this, what I have to ask or what I have to talk about is particularly within your wheelhouse. I know magic things. I've made magic things. I don't, th I don't think. Yeah, I'm drunk. Yeah. How many? <laughs> wait, Para, how many of those drinks did you give him? Para looks around. They've already started half absorbing the drinks cabinet. Here. <laughs> oh no! We have to pay for that. How much I want to do on that? No, no, you don't. Not according to the cobalt behind the bar. They're <laughs> all good. Oh, okay. Well, then there you go. Go for it. Wait, what? <laughs> Comped. It's the most magical word you will ever learn. No, I don't think cats like the the water here. Uh, yeah, just keep the keep the robot away from the jacuzzis. He won't appreciate it. Yeah, I instruct Cat to answer the phone if it rings and to relay the message down to me. Okay, sounds good. This is the biggest Understood. answering machine I've ever had. <laughs> the most handsome answering machine you've ever had. Ooh. Okay, so I think once Scriff has finally left the room. No. <laughs> <laughs> like peeking through the door. <laughs> Little Yusuke nose under the crack under the door. Fine. I'm going now. Little whiskers just poking through and then boop. 
<laughs> Kota will approach Par and Pons, and she'll say, "Hey, um, I didn't know if anyone else would understand, but it seems like you two really know, or rather, you two are really more in tune with with the mystic arts and use of magic. I was wondering if you might be able to help me make sense of something." Of yeah, course. absolutely. Uh, I, I was trying to learn the same thing. I, I didn't know what Para's body would do in water. Uh, <laughs> well, that, that's actually Excellent. a pretty interesting question, but it's not what I had in mind. Real quick. Um, and so she'll activate her, her glamour projector again and put back on her usual outfit that she wears. And she says, and you can see that she begins like, she takes a deep breath and then she begins to relax. Um, and as she does so, you can see that she begins flickering in and out of reality, almost oh. as if like a um, static on a television. Like a rave. <laughs> and you can tell that like at this point she is like, completely relaxed like this is her relaxed state you can tell that like at before then she had to constantly keep herself in check or else this might happen Hans will immediately stand up out of the jacuzzi like just dripping all the water off his clothes and like try to poke you uh so really curious uh so because you're trying to touch me it's a 20 percent mischance what all right all right, all right. <laughs> roll the hit go. Too. Wonderful. That that kind of <laughs> plays into great. exactly what I wanted to do then. Yes. It's getting better every time you roll, buddy. <laughs> That's a good point. It goes, it goes right through. Yeah. So, wow. as I've said, I've been to multiple universes, too many to count, but this is the first time I've ever experienced something like this. I've had to constantly keep myself in check. I had to concentrate on being stable, but it looks like right now I'm I'm... In my natural state, this is what's happening. Hans will continue to try to get a literal grasp on Koto, and I'd like to do a mysticism check. Yeah, I'll do one as well. I think um, Pa has an idea, but let's go both do some mysticism. Never mind, that's a nat one for six. And let me turn that natural ones around to a natural 20 for a 35. Oh, damn. Hey! So this ability that she has, Mark knows what it is, but Koto is still kind of learning it. I'm just going to let you all in on it. Uh, she, it, This ability is called Projected. And basically, it says that I've drawn myself from another reality into this one. I don't belong here. And this reality has trouble reconciling my presence. Um, but I'm able to exploit it to my benefit. So essentially, like that's what this ability is. But like I would like to role play it as Koto doesn't know what's going on here. Cool. Yeah, I like that. Maybe you, maybe you guys have been around the block more than I have. I'm still trying to get a hold of my powers. Like I've said, I don't know what this is. Do you, any of you have an idea? I understand that it can be difficult to maintain a corporeal form, just as it is difficult for you to maintain your residence within this world, this dimension, perhaps. Observe and power in the water and relaxes and just becomes just a film of ooze over the water attached vaguely to this very beat up looking um, RSO body and then they reconstitute themselves stand up if you do not concentrate it is possible to lose yourself man 
This is... Uh, my goodness, I've never met anybody who had these types of weird things going on with their body like I have. You know, Koto, I must say, I advise you join us in the jacuzzi. And they look at pawns like, that is the word, yes? Yeah, I, and you answered my question perfectly, Para. That's that's pretty fantastic. Come, Kinda. Koto. We will, we will talk more in the jacuzzi. Okay. And um, and uh, Ponzi, you're still in the jacuzzi as well, right? Oh, I, I jumped out for a little bit just to poke Koto. Yeah. And also you, Ponzi. I find this relaxing and excellent for conversation. So Koto steps into the jacuzzi, and at that point, her body begins to solidify again as she goes into a deeper state of relaxation. And she just, oh, okay. Wow, just the fact that somebody was able to shed light on this. I, I thank you guys. Thank you so much. So you guys have this conversation and Koto begins to relax into this deeper state. And they feel this strange sensation come over their body. And it feels not dissimilar to when they had shifted to this universe. And then you're racked with this intense pain that travels from your toes to the tips of your ears. And then in the middle of the hot tub between the three of you, you guys see this crack of rainbow energy that begins to split the air in front of you. And there's this cracking sound that's deafening to everyone in the room. And you see it begin to open slowly, bit by bit. <gasps> and we'll see you in the next episode! Oh, no! Hot Tub Time Machine! Hot Tub Time Machine! Hot Time Machine! Oh, yes! Oh, oh, no. I was going to go with everything Koto touches turned to Skittles. Oh. <laughs> that's also an acceptable... When life drains you down, charge up on the Emergency Power Network. Theme song triangles by Diamond Ace. Find them at bandcamp.com. Music provided by Nicholas Judy of Dark Fantasy Studio at darkfantasystudio.com and Tabletop Audio. Find them at tabletopaudio.com. As well as Carl Casey of White Bat Audio. Find them at whitebataudio.com. Font Azonics by Mixo. Find them on Twitter at MixoFX. The Starfinder role-playing game, including its official lore and images, are the intellectual property of Paizo Incorporated. All rights reserved. Narrated by Danny Lee Collins. <laughs>